0: In this episode, we check out a game store in Tallinn, Estonia, called Lorian. And later, we do a review of Tome of Foes. Roll the dice. Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop gaming podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest.
1: All levels of gamers. Analog Gaming. Top news. Dungeons and
0: dragons
1: Dungeons and, dragons and Stupid, mindless, bad. There will be. definitely be some bad, that's probably our a best. A that, That's, that's, our, that's our best feature. You are listening to the Geeks of Cascadia
0: podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. This episode has been brought to you by Vern and Wells, an all-inclusive, members-only social club for geek professionals in the style of Victorian parlors of old, a space for this new breed of geek. Visit us at www.vnw.club. Vernon Wells, Imperium in Imperio. Now to our show. Hey, geeks. Blue Samurai here. Welcome to episode, I don't know what the number is. 29 or 30. 29 or 30.
2: I think we skipped one. I don't think there's an episode 27
1: okay. on oh, YouTube. Oh, maybe it's 20. You well, know what? I messed that one up. So okay. I That'll can't just end. be one of those we'll things, right things out. that fans <laughs> catch in well, years to
0: come. Well, exactly. I'm your host, Blue Samurai. I am here with, we'll go this way.
3: I'm
1: Rebecca I'm Doug I am still Paul
0: And we are your podcast into tabletop games uh, We do interviews of designers and all kinds of stuff Anyway, the signs right here Check out the <laughs> like Facebook this. page yes. Uh We have a big program for you today. In fact, uh, we will start off, I think, with a little interview of a game store owner in Estonia. Really? How did we get a
1: game store owner in Estonia? Well, you
0: guys all paid me to go to (laughs) Estonia as your roving reporter. We're nice that way. Around Europe. Now, actually, I was... Is
3: Estonia the gaming capital of the world? Is uh, that why you went there? No.
0: No. There's probably two game stores, but I visited one of them. Um, Vago from Talonistodia I'll be talking to him He's got a game store called Lorien I always screw up the name But it's Lorien It's a forest in uh, Middle Earth Cool Yeah It's true true. Did you know that was there
3: When you went there Or was that a surprise to you
1: Well
0: you know When he said it I went oh yeah That kind of Yeah I guess so Yeah that
1: mm-hmm. so, was pretty cool. So when you were in the forest, laying down and doing stuff, mm-hmm. were there elves and stuff running around? There was no elves. Oh, there, was there was a moose.
0: There uh, was a moose. There was snakes.
3: There were snakes.
0: There was squirrels, but I didn't see any. There's yeah. flying squirrels in Estonia. Oh wow! But most of the time, I was sleeping okay. outside, very cold. You did a lot of sleeping and pooping in a hole. But anyway, <laughs> with that, spot. I was part of an. Infantry battalion. We'll, we'll we'll do that later. But anyway, what else we got going on, Paul? What's the con use? We got
1: some cons coming up here, mm-hmm. and um, I need to refocus. I got brand new glasses, so I need to relearn mm-hmm. how to see out of them. So please um, give me a moment. Bifocals. Um, yes, bifocals. Mm-hmm. June second and third, we've got Lilac City Comic Con in Spokane, Washington. June eighth. Is that a
3: lesbian thing that I should know about? I don't know. Lilac. I
1: think it's got to do with flowers. Oh. All
4: right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Rebecca will be you can, there. You, you can
1: still go. Yeah, she'll be interviewing <laughs> um, people. Um, June 8th through 10th, they've got Con, com, Con, Con, and Call Me Pass. That's mm-hmm. for people who like to plan conventions. It doesn't sound like fun to me. You know, no. But I do like planning con, conventions. Con, con, but con. Uh, but mm-hmm. if you want to learn how to talk to people about ne- planning conventions and networking, that's, that's the con for you. Um, June 17th through 18th, the Seattle Retro Gaming, which I think is um, computer games and pinball machines, stuff like that. And June 23rd, don't forget All's Fair. That's F A I R E in Thurston County.
0: Fun times for all.
1: Yeah. And we got to plug our, of course, our two cons, oh, our oh, two sponsors. Oh, well, yeah, right? after that, in the, the yeah. relatively near future, mm-hmm. we have um, Dragonflight. Yes, I'll in, be there. In August on days. Doug will be there. Doug will be there.
2: Yeah, I'll probably uh, be uh, there. Uh,
0: I'll be there too.
2: August. August. Yes, I will be there. Yes, August. I'm gone wait? beginning of August, but I will be there 24th for any. through 26th. Yeah.
1: All right. I'm hoping to catch a couple of those days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping we're going to have a table there. So if we do, be stop cool. by and say hi. Yes. And then, of course, there's that one that happens in uh, January. What is that called?
2: It's like OrcaCon. Or OrcaCon. Con. The- oh, oh yeah. no. OrcaCon. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's uh, January what, 11th, 12th. 13th, something like that. I think we like should that. have done Killer
0: Whale Con leading
2: into OrcaCon, Con, but yeah. that's just yeah.
0: me. Well, you know what I wanted to do is I wanted to call it a Con. Yes. Oh, but, uh, nice. yeah, I like that. Cool, right? uh, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. cool, right? That's pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> but OrcaCon, Con, you know, Pacific Northwest feel to it. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Buy your tickets. They're online. Go to orcacon.org. Yep. Buy your tickets. Dragonflight, you can still buy tickets there. I think there's still
1: rooms available. Yeah. yeah, both of them, they're as cheap as they're going to be right now.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: And, um, I, yeah, I think Dragonflight still has rooms. We're not sure mm-hmm. if Archicon still has rooms, but we certainly have badges. Yeah. Um, well, maybe we...
0: If it doesn't work out, there's another hotel,
1: too. Yeah, and check it out. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so, Kickstarter stuff. Well, before we do the Kickstarter stuff, yeah. I, I forgot to mention, I said, we have a full show today, and we got this interview, and but I forgot about... We were doing a review too. So that comes up afterwards. So, oh. so Wow, it's show is a, this everyone is a, a everyone show hell. our books. than
3: a Kane's bit of
1: Foes. i bit of a I wish I you could you, touch you it. Can. You can. little bit of a little bit of
3: a little bit of a little bit like sound
0: or vision, and right now it is out so in your game wow. stores. Wait, not oh. available online yet until I mean, the twenty sixth, I believe. The right? Cover. We can't even show the regular yeah. I know. Cover. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll mm-hmm. go grab one it. for the review. Okay, that'd be great. So, Kickstarter news.
2: Doug, do you have anything? Um, Luxor just hit Kickstarter. Uh-huh. It's uh it's their second Kickstarter for it. Um, only because they just got a recent nomination for the Spiel. For the Game of the Year. Cool. Oh, cool. cool. Okay. That's back with uh, Pioneers as kind of an add-on. That was another recommended game for Game of the Year. So that's all I got right now.
1: Also, um, just, this just came up today. Um, sure. From WYSIWYG Games, look at Z, First Impact, Opus 1. We interviewed these guys. Yeah, they at, did the
0: Planet of the Apes thing, right?
1: Uh, Planet of the Apes thing. And yeah. also they've got this, this really cool-looking zombie game that looks terrifying. Because um, okay. I'm really afraid of zombies. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not afraid of killing them, though. No, killing them is fine. Yes, Imagining them during Dungeons & Dragons is fine. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure I can play this game. (laughs) It looks scary. But that just kicked today. You've got a month to get in on that. It looks great.
0: Well, and Doug, you've been doing a bunch of game reviews. I know we've, we're going to do one probably next week that you've already dropped in the file. Uh, what, what's the future hold for more uh, game reviews?
2: Uh, right now we're working on getting copies of all of the Spiel des Jahres nominees, trying mm-hmm. to go through those. Most of them are available in the U.S. Uh, Luxor is just coming out soon through Kickstarter. Um, but it's kind of going to have to wait to get some of the more the ones that are only available in Germany. Okay. Or okay. spending the $100 on Amazon to wow. order it and get yeah. it and ship it here. Just wait.
0: Yeah. Probably <laughs> just going to wait. Right. Well, if you're a game developer or a game company, you
1: could just send some. This if you way. want just us to <laughs> take a look at your game, yes. play it. In fact, if you want to reach it. us, uh, reach us at... Uh, Geeks of Cascadia at gmail.com. Right. Or on the Twitters or Instagram or Facebook. It's a Geeks of Cascadia.
0: Yeah. Super Contact easy. us if you want us to review a game. Then Doug will review your game for you. Yeah, yeah will review the game. He's really good about it. And in fact, I think he spends all of his money on Kickstarter stuff, too. So no,
2: Not no. so much. No? no? I've okay. kind of been
0: cooling it off on Kickstarter stuff. That's good. All right. Yeah. Well, with that, do you guys want to go into the uh, interview? You betcha. From Vago? Do I? Yeah. Do I ever? Yeah, he is awesome. Nice. All right, let's listen to Vago from Tallinn, Estonia. This section of the podcast is brought to you by Around the Table, Linwood's premier game store and hangout for game lovers of all ages. Buy a game, play one of ours, or join us for a drink. Whichever you choose, you'll have a great time. Around the Table Game Pub. Now back to our show. Hey, geeks. This is uh, Blue Samurai here, and I am in Tallinn, Estonia, and... Some of you might know that I'm in the military, I, I do the reserves or National Guard, and, and I got the opportunity to come to Estonia, and of course I had to Google tabletop games in Estonia, and this, this store came out, and I have the um, store owner, uh, Vago. okay, Vagel, tell me about the name of your store, did I get Lorraine,
4: or Lorraine? It's, lo- it's, it's supposed to be Lorien, Lorien, okay, yeah, like, okay, um, okay. Mythical forest from the Lord of the Rings saga.
0: Okay, okay, so that's good.
4: Some geek, geek thing in, into it, and uh, yeah, just better than dump or uh, <laughs> okay. Place in a corner. Or, yes, uh, yes, or hole, or uh, like our players like to call us. Right,
0: I, and I noticed when I googled and I saw your website. You claim uh, to be, have the largest selection of tabletop games, and. Uh, games in general and all of Estonia
4: like if we count different items we have in stock plus the stock we have yes.
0: then yes we have I, and I noticed there wasn't a lot of game stores when I pulled it there's, up there's
4: we consider maybe having uh, two competitors uh, mm-hmm. in, in board games or, or card games even. Mm-hmm. Card games, it, we, we consider we don't have a competition. With board games, mm-hmm. we, we have, uh, yeah, maybe maybe two competitors after, except us.
0: Right. Uh, Oscar is one of your employees. I met him yeah, Oscar the other is day. is
4: somewhere <laughs>
0: working at the moment. He said there's another game store that is miniatures mostly.
4: Yeah, there's a miniature store. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. But it's it's solely focused mm-hmm. on, on uh, mm-hmm. water like games workshop items right, right and how long have you owned this store we opened in 4th of september in 2014
0: wow okay and you are obviously a gamer yourself right this is why uh, you did this
4: uh, dealers don't use <laughs> okay I, I i yes of course i need to be mm-hmm. uh, in focus what's mm-hmm. what's happening and so on but i i like to look myself as a mm-hmm. dealers don't use so uh if i consider uh, one day i was so bored that i accidentally counted all the games that we have uh, mm-hmm. recommended playtime, and i got more than 2000 hours mm-hmm. so that's like a lot of time putting into right. just playing every single game once and right. i just don't have that kind of
0: and before you opened the store, obviously, you must have been into... No. No? You just got into this because it was interesting, or you had friends that did this? Uh, I
4: just actually drive by one day, and they saw uh, this place for... They had a science for rent. Mm-hmm. And this place looked awful. Uh-huh. And I said, like, yeah, I have some spare time, so let's open a restaurant. <laughs> okay. This is uh, interesting. Okay. That, yeah, that didn't happen Mm -hmm. Uh, getting regulated getting licensed for yeah Uh, after after 35,000 euros I was almost ready to open and I didn't have any inventory so yeah Um, kitchen wasn't even we haven't even started with the kitchen so we had to like rebuild the ceiling we Mm -hmm. had to tear up most of the uh, foundations we had in here and basically rebuild half of the house so it was it was so time and money consuming that we just yeah we're gonna do something okay magic players doesn't have a place to play at the moment yeah right let let them come here and next thing people are starting to ask Mm -hmm. do you have Settlers of Catan do you have Mm -hmm. I don't know what was the do you have um, Power Grid do you have other card games so you must have I mean, did somebody tell you, or
0: have you? Did you see other people playing Magic: The Gathering? I've been
4: playing Magic: The Gathering since two thousand and two. Okay. So, quite a history. Traveled the world, seen the world, seen everyone, mm-hmm. meet mm-hmm. everyone, and uh, we just didn't have dedicated gaming play, place in Estonia or in in Italian general.
0: So, how would you get Magic before your store? How would you get? cards
4: uh, we had one store in, in uh, shopping mall mm-hmm. in, the, in the city center next to school so they had a like uh, the player base was there uh, just a place to go mm-hmm. to was some office in, mm-hmm. in rental, uh, la- rental apartment mm-hmm. rental building and it was just so small and stinky and it was basically it wasn't dedicated it was just right. when there right. was Friday night mm-hmm. magic people just went there and uh they, they played. But uh, I know for sure that having a stable place to come, mm-hmm. and it just helps grow in community and boost the sales.
0: So, tell me, is Magic the Gathering the primary focus um, of gaming here in Estonia uh. or Tallinn, Or do you, do you see a lot of tabletop games as well? Is the community growing?
4: There's... A little bit everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, if... if, if uh, I see people transitioning from mm-hmm. one game to another and mm-hmm. shifting maybe back later, but people are willing to try out different things and uh, explore, experiment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, having... A, how can I say? Some miniature players we have here have... For sure, tried Magic. Have mm-hmm. for sure tried Yu-Gi-Oh or even you know, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, from Magic, I don't see like from from miniature games. I don't see people coming back to Magic.
0: Okay. Okay. It's, yeah. 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 The
4: miniature is just it. it it's something to do with age. Yeah. Uh, because you know, for example, uh, a lot of miniature players are old folks mm-hmm. who just like to sit in their basement home and paint. Them. <laughs> painting things because it relieves stress afterwards mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's yeah it's a different world yeah, cultures, yeah. and
0: what about uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons and role-playing games? I know you do have, you do sell it here, so there must be a small community here. Or maybe? I can tell
4: by the amount of dice we say, say uh-huh. uh, have sold in, let's say, last year. Uh-huh. Uh, every Estonian citizen has at least two sets of Dungeons and Dragon dice.
0: Oh, so uh, you do have a larger community
4: here of dungeon. Right? Yeah, but I uh-huh. just don't see the people. Um, uh-huh. They're mostly playing in 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 in, in someone's kitchen right, or right, in right. mama's sure. basement, or uh, sure. and uh, we have we are missing a lot of uh, really good DMs, uh-huh. uh, international DMs, mainly English speaking, uh-huh. because as as people are as uh, are like sent uh-huh. here for different missions, like military reasons, or mm-hmm. work-related. They just like to steam off, and dungeon um, Dragon is one of the ways to do that.
0: All right. Well, I, I love your store. Um, the fact that you can kind of just come in here and, and casually play a game, and maybe buy a couple of drinks, and uh, and I when I think yesterday Oscar was saying, yeah, I might keep this a little op- more open uh, past the closing, because some people are playing some games here. Um, you have a very welcoming atmosphere here. I just want to just want to mention that.
4: Um, people are uh, we're like in Estonia, everything is at the moment mm-hmm. all the businesses, everything is mm-hmm. so uh, mall oriented. If you if you want to do the business, you have mm-hmm. to go to the shopping mall somewhere. We have like three or four big yeah. shopping malls. You need to go in there to make some business. Mm-hmm. If you come if you want to have a dedicated place for like Geeks or nerds or mm-hmm. whatever we call our community, because uh, you need to have a dedicated space. You cannot, you you, you cannot have tables, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. chairs, everything in the shopping malls because it's so ridiculously expensive, uh, and you cannot be in the city center. So right. having having a having a smaller dedicated store where, where we don't have that many work buys, mm-hmm. even though we have big. ...windows and huge Mm -hmm. signs and so on. And we have like 100,000 people Mm -hmm. passing us daily. Uh, Having a dedicated place Mm -hmm. just keeps people coming back. If you come here, Mm -hmm. you come for a reason. You come to shop or you Mm -hmm. come to play or you just...
0: And I don't don't know how far... I I don't know how older you are and how far back you go. But when I've been in Estonia... I've been in Estonia for about two weeks right now. And being part of this NATO exercise... A lot of the Estonians have been telling me about their history and the culture here and the fact that, you know, there was a Soviet time, there was a little bit of oppression. Was there, I don't know if you remember any of that, but in terms of like tabletop gaming, was there not that much access um, as the rest of Europe?
4: Um, I remember my father had like a huge selection of Puzzle games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How can you call it? those metal things that you twist and turn? Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and yeah Puzzles. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, of course, in Soviet Union, they had a, like huge board game factories. They I don't even remember the series, but they had like huge, huge amount of uh, international games mm-hmm. made differently. Like um, oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, um, there's, there's a where you have to chase the military guys uh, with castles and um, mm-hmm. it was it was in my when I when I was growing up it was already there mm-hmm. uh, I just found out like years later that uh, it's a American mm-hmm. game and um, oh okay so they they have like lots of chess based or mm-hmm. Japanese Chinese games they of course in Soviet Union they had. The access to those games and uh, it was they were like really cheap and mm-hmm. uh, of course we had um, so you still had
0: access to D&D or games workshop
4: uh no type. No, oh, okay. no no, no. Okay. Not, not that kind of thing so it was uh, only like
0: only from the Soviet Union only,
4: only yeah <laughs> okay, I don't remember right. having uh, uh western toys or uh I was born in 84 so okay. I went to school in 91 that made Estonia almost free yeah by yeah, that time yeah. so uh a lot of my i I played outside mm-hmm. a lot, so mm-hmm. um, when I was a kid mm-hmm. and in school, then of course mm-hmm. <coughs> we had some influences coming mm-hmm. in, but generally, I found magic for myself about in high school, yeah, and uh, yeah, I haven't tried anything else, so okay. I just don't have time for that. but
0: but clearly you as I look around here and I was here yesterday i, I saw people uh, playing other games besides magic so it's uh it's really amazing I, I see I'm looking behind you and I see mountains of madness I played that game that was a that's a pretty that's
4: uh, actually a pretty cool uh, game <laughs> actually i just uh, I wanted to play that myself uh-huh. I even opened it from the box sure so I sure read the rules and I just haven't had time mm-hmm. or Company to play, it right? Uh, we, of course. I Just a few days ago, I got uh, the unlock uh, free, mm-hmm. the new one, new part coming out. I was like really expecting that. We played three hours mm-hmm. straight, all the missions, and it sucked. So comparing with first two, it was like garbage. Right. right. So of course we have. I have tried a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried our most popular items because. Mm-hmm. Getting them off the shelf and putting them for display mm-hmm. it's just just—they're selling faster than I can. Well, if that.
0: it makes you feel any better, a lot of the American business owners have the same thing you do. It's like oh, I'm always busy. I wish I could play more games, but I can't. I
4: got—I got to work. Uh, so. Yeah, some friends like mm-hmm. oh yeah, you have like a board game store. And mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. It's no right. Uh, you yeah. have to. You have to get drinks. You have to get snacks. You have to sure. order stuff. So.
0: So I, I have to ask you this question. So you know, in America, we we always talk about these Euro games, and um, we, we like they're kind of popular with amongst the tabletop gaming community. Uh, what Euro games? Do you call them just games here?
4: <laughs> uh, no, we still we <laughs> you still, just call them Euro games. Uh, they're still Euro games. Okay, so, okay, all right. Like uh, there's some manufacturers like mm-hmm. okay, let's say publishers like Days of Wonder. Or yeah, Yellow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything that comes out there, mm-hmm. game. Sure, sure, okay. So it's 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 still a phrase here, and uh, we don't see it. we don't have a, American games. We you don't just, have American games. Well, you have Magic here. Yeah, right? and D and D. So yeah. Uh, yeah, but but we don't call. You game, don't call them. Game. Games. We, we, we don't, just call them games. Yeah, they're games. So isn't that strange that you call
0: the games uh, games from America, but the Eurogames are from? Europe and you're in Europe? <laughs> I,
4: uh, I, uh, to be honest, I haven't even looked into the history why they are Euro games. Yeah. Or, uh, maybe there's something to do with it. Uh, Euro themed or. Uh, yeah, it's a right. fun question for me to find out what's uh, what's, yep. what's that about. And
0: so, what's, what's hot in uh, Estonia in terms of tabletop gaming? Uh,
4: everything that's hot in Board Game Geek. Okay uh right. of course there's like uh, traditional things mm-hmm. that work by people are asking katan mm-hmm. Carcassonne ticket uh, mm-hmm. to Ride, but we're trying to get past that right like the most entry games we're looking are the fun company mm-hmm. social games mm-hmm. uh, code names mm-hmm. uh, splendor uh, exploding kittens mm-hmm. they they're, everyone is asking uh, for from us then mm-hmm. what's the? Word game. um, I can't remember now. Black box. uh, Cards against humanity. Oh yeah, 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 Everyone is asking about that, but we don't have that here. Right. So it's. We have the UK edition, but it's Mm -hmm. like all the catchphrases and everything in there is UK based. So.
0: And and I understand. uh, Obviously, you are. You you sell the Magic: The Gathering. You have tournaments here. Do you have uh, pre-releases? Yeah, that yeah, come yeah. Here? yeah. We okay. we
4: uh, we try to host all the product that Wizards of the Ghost publishes, mm-hmm. Magic related. We're gonna have. We are having all the tournaments: mm-hmm. Legacy, ma- ma- Standard, Modern, mm-hmm. whatever, Brawl, whatever they come up. We we mm-hmm. need to focus as we are. Uh, how can I say? Mm-hmm. We are VPN A plus store, mm-hmm. so they expect us to have everything. Right. But as, as, as lots of Magic players know by now, Magic, they're releasing so many products mm-hmm. that it gets so, how can I say, diverse. Right. That everyone is like looking their own thing, mm-hmm. but the amount of people still stays the same. Mm-hmm. So they're taking away some players from, from one format, putting mm-hmm. them to the second category, and right. everything gets divided. Right. <laughs> and so... And what
0: I I loved here is when I came in here, I was offered to play a game right away. So uh, I guess I, if any Americans were visiting Estonia and come to Tallinn, they they should come to your store. And uh, we we have
4: uh-huh. uh, we have some uh, how can you say they already moved here. They, oh, expatriates. They, they have, yeah, they okay. have found their course now here okay we have families here we have mm-hmm. lots of magic players mm-hmm. who come by mm-hmm. regularly who live here mm-hmm. and um, yeah it's it's um, how can i say as it just connects people mm-hmm. you you you're welcome here you know how to play you you come mm-hmm. here you say oh yeah i know how to play and next thing you're like invited to the your, someone's birthday. Yeah, or, uh, no, I,
0: I think you're right. I think if I were to if, if I were to move here and uh, hang out your store, I could probably get a new set of uh, game friends and uh, a little community. Exactly. Um, so before we go, uh, can you tell the listeners uh, all how they contact you, like social media? I'm sure you have website, Twitter, any of those things.
4: Uh, we're on Facebook. We we'll mm-hmm. try to post. Mm-hmm. things that we are happening things that are happening here uh, you can just Google Lorien you can uh, visit them on Facebook okay well uh, I
0: better like that then
4: huh? Okay. Um, yeah of course yes <laughs> uh, we have reached that level where organic growth is kind of stopped now okay, okay. we are not looking to invest in that uh, sure. to get more sure. likes we just like to see the organic uh-huh. growth to continue but that, for that we need to we haven't spent any uh, amount of right. resources on advertising and still we have community growing and uh, more more uh, mm-hmm. magic players more uh-huh. board game people are just as we're for as we're trying to keep our stock as close as to mm-hmm. board game keep top 100 100 uh, most of the popular yeah, games are available and people are coming to, to ask those sure we have the that I have seen,
0: and tw- you, so you don't have Twitter or um,
4: we don't email. Have, uh, anyone you
0: wants can email? you can
4: uh, contact us from from Facebook or mm-hmm. from our website lorian.e, okay. and uh, of course Google Magic the Gathering Estonia. Right. And if we're not in top three, uh, then you spell Estonia wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so, you are pretty much open every day. We're those. open every day, uh, even national uh, holidays. Uh, I can tell that for the last two years we've been open every single day Christmas days including wow okay because it's right. I don't know was you wanna, last year mm-hmm. it was Friday so mm-hmm. Friday night magic mm-hmm. magic uh, mm-hmm. magic players mm-hmm. Christmas they just don't fit together they Mm-hmm. It's like addiction. You mm-hmm. wanna, on
0: every Friday, we have drafts here. That's right. You want to feed that addiction. Yeah, exactly. If you you got to play magic on Christmas Day. <laughs>
4: and uh, I think one... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have like midsummer holidays coming up. Uh-huh. This year, they're on weekend. Uh-huh. So probably we're not having that many people as usually, but we still have people right. just who doesn't have nothing to do because everything is, everything is closed and people are just and out of the city. Typical yeah. hours... Uh, yeah, we open every day at uh, noon uh-huh. And uh, Gonna be here until 10pm uh, So okay. after work you can come by We we start our magic tournaments uh-huh. Every day at 6 um, If we have We have most of the nights Have magic tournaments uh, If you have a board game thing You can come here and uh, play our uh-huh. selection That's not that big But uh-huh. it's still, you can ask uh, If you have mainly Mm -hmm. also most of our board game people are Mm -hmm. if you're going to buy a huge big expensive game Mm -hmm. like I don't know Twilight Imperium going to take you 12 hours to play with someone <laughs> yes that's true yeah. you just don't want people having in your home right yeah i finding a public library <laughs> open for 12 hours is kind of hard right, right if right. you're going to let me know that you're going to spend tel- 12 hours here right i'm going to be here just to look at you after you finish
0: that is awesome well thank you vego uh, and uh again listeners that is uh, now i'm going to pronounce it wrong but i'll spell it. lorraine Lorian, uh, which is l-o-r-i-e-n and it's in Tallinn, estonia and they are very welcoming i just came in, wandered in here and there's like hey you want to play a game so it's it's a great place to uh, hang out when you're here so with that thank you very much and i will catch you later i hope This segment of the podcast is sponsored by Dragonflight, a tabletop games convention dedicated to promoting the educational and social benefits of gaming in the Pacific Northwest. Sign up now for the August 24th through 26th convention at the Bellevue Hilton at dragonflight.org. Now back to our show.
1: That is so cool. You got to go to a game store in Estonia. And Estonia I know, dude. is in the, the Baltics.
0: Yes, that it is. Awesome. yes, it is. I, right I, between I, Finland and Russia. Oh wow. my God, his that's,
1: accent. That's very cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's super Love cool. It.
3: Love the Estonian accent. It's one of my yeah. favorites.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, then. <laughs> so I was hoping uh, we can talk about it later. Well, before we
1: go too far, I want okay, a brief okay. correction from the con news. Oh. I misspoke. Lilac City Comic Con is in Spokane, which is the Lilac City. And it's wow. June 2nd and 3rd, and it's at the convention center. Mm-hmm. And they've got Lou Ferrigno, who everyone loves and has been nice to everyone always. Ex- well, wow. well, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Lou, if you're listening.
3: It's okay. It's okay. You, you let were kind of
1: mean to me. <laughs> Jeez,
0: Lou, do you remember? It was in the late 70s. <laughs> do you remember And that? I really liked Incredible Hulk. And
3: <laughs> wow, Lou. You
0: were a little mean.
3: Lou Frigno, you just, need to make amends. Just girlfriend.
0: signed your name. That's all you did. I, I was kind of hoping a little bit more and didn't happen.
3: Yep. Wow. Mm. Wow. Scarred for life. I know. Maybe a quick hug or something.
0: However, <laughs> if you were to come under our podcast, <laughs>
1: Lou. Water under the bridge, my friend. That's right. Water under the bridge. I know you're listening. Yes. Come on, Lou.
0: Which, by the way, I, I just. Thank you for paying for my trip to Estonia. Mm-hmm. I would like no to problem. visit the, a convention in Germany, so let's all talk about
1: that. I was thinking we could send you to uh, Rome and Greece and stuff like that Why for not? conventions. Because all that podcast yeah. money. Yes, that's just, right. just rolling Yeah, there. go to
0: Essence here. Yeah. That'd be great. We should all go there. Yes. I'd love to.
1: So, what do we got next? Next, I think we're going to talk about... Gordon Canaan's Tome of Folks. Oh, Morty! Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Morty. have
0: the regular
1: version. <gasps> Again, there available at your game that stores easy. right now, uh-huh. and
0: available on online at Amazon, I think on the but, 26th. Am I right, something Doug? Something like that.
2: Yeah, it has regular retailers, so online retailers and all that stuff.
0: So that means to make this a special interview, or review, i got to get this out before then. So, with that, let's go into the review. This part of the episode is brought to you by Games Plus. From board games to role-playing games to miniatures, we have something for the whole family. Come to Games Plus in Lake Stevens, Washington. Now, back to our show. Hey, geeks. Blue Samurai here. And we are doing our review of Mordenkain's Tome of Foes, What came out to game stores on the 18th, I believe, and we rushed to pick it up at our, at our favorite game yeah. stores. Mine happens be Games Plus, where I picked up mine.
1: Paul picked up his at Around the Table, Lynwood, Washington. Around
0: the Table, and the first few got the
3: alternative cover.
1: Uh huh. Yes. yes. I Badass. Mm hmm.
2: At Mox. At Mox. I'm sorry, <laughs> Only, what? I was working there this weekend as a judge for a magic event. so Okay. Oh. Okay. They give me store credit. Oh,
1: okay. That's it's kind of cool.
0: That's they awesome. had a bunch oh, like of
2: these, so I took the the best looking one. And does uh, Don know fun. that you bought some yes,
0: store?
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. By the way, Doug works at Games Plus. He does. I do. So one I might think he desk. would buy it there.
0: Yes, <laughs> and thank you for letting us uh, <laughs> yes. podcast from your back. Yeah, background most appreciate thank that, you, Doug. So, folks, we got a great treat for you. We've reviewed the whole thing. We each took a section and we're gonna go over the whole book. Hopefully, then you'll see this and you'll go, I'm gonna order it. Yes, Rebecca. I was
3: just wondering since you call yourself Blue Samurai all yes. the time, because you are, how come you don't ever like show up in samurai gear? Like wouldn't that be cool?
0: Maybe samurai? next time. Maybe we'll they do that. Something? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll do that. Just I'll, I'll that. think about it. I got a sword. Alright. Yeah. I got a couple swords. Okay. But sorry. But we've got this amazing <laughs> book coming <laughs> right. out here. So let me let's just all kind of dive in first, kinda of the overview of this. Um, this is uh, by the lead designers by Mike Merles and Jeremy Crawford. You'll see their names very familiar with other D and D products. Also, you know you can go in the book here. What great artists! I can't, oh, we the all artist agree that the art was
1: amazing. Especially the cover of the Alt. I am going to buy. Yes. I'm going to buy a black van and have this painted on. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's going to be fantastic. And they put a table in back, and We're all I'm going to kids. do is drive around and play D&D with people. Nice. You can have a right. O- or- <laughs> you should definitely do that.
0: That's not weird. Um, not even the slightest. And, and I re- I think it was really good for both DMs and players. I think it had a, a good oh, yeah. mix in there. Um, Doug, you're, you do a lot of DMing, so what did you think about that?
2: Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, I do like that they give information uh, in the chapter that I read on all of the demon lords and mm-hmm. all of the... The devil, devil. lords, archdevils, and all of that. that was uh, cool. Those were really mm-hmm. nice. I do like all of the new monsters that they've got in the back, so it gives me right. a lot of more stuff to work with if I do start doing, rather than doing a pre-build mm-hmm. campaign for the groups that I'm running now,
0: do my own ones. So it gives me lots of leeway that way. What would you guys think about Morton Caden's little comments that he has in there? Little notes? I like them. They're funny. Pretty good? i them,
3: like not as funny as Xanathar.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he well, was super
3: cute, that, and that, yeah. I kind of had expectations.
1: He gets his digs things. on Elminster. Well, there is an, ex- sarcastic.
0: <laughs> the, there's an explanation. There is an explanation. disclaimer, very in the front, we asked, Morty. we asked Morden King to write humorous disclaimer for this book, and we got this response: the day I start writing frivolous disclaimers for game manuals, particularly one riddled with text stolen from my notes, <laughs> is the day I retire from wizardry and abandon all self-respect. Okay. Well, there's that? That's Morton Caden. I got his. his I think he's a chaotic his, neutral his dude. His
3: cutting kind of sarcasm, though, that was neat.
0: Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. By the way, Morton Caden is actually uh, Gary Gygax's character that he mm-hmm. he used, yeah. the father of D anD D when he when he was around, and that was his character. Yeah. Well, with that, let's just jump into Morty? it, huh? Can we call him Morty. You you can call him Morty. I'm you can call going him to. Morty. No. So let's jump into afraid. this because we each had a chapter. Uh, the First one is the Blood War. So Doug, let's dive in.
2: So this was weird jumping into it and not knowing too much about it. It's basically an ongoing war between demons and devils. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between the two. Mm-hmm. The devil's kind of lord over the the nine levels of hell where the demons are kind of spawned from the abyss. So they've got their differences in that way and they also have their own different viewpoints. The ones I kind of understand are the devil's viewpoints because they're basically fighting back the the demons from the Abyss. Otherwise, mm-hmm. if they didn't, then they would gain control of all the other planes in the universe. So, I kind of understand their viewpoint.
0: Um, so you're saying you're pro-devil.
2: <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Okay.
3: I felt like mm-hmm. they were it, it, it very structured and, yeah. okay. were like, mm-hmm. and, the, the and the
2: demons were like... The demons are definitely mm-hmm. more chaotic in the mm-hmm. way that they are organized. They're just kind of throwing monstrosities at, at the devils. Doesn't one They're of them want to? Could,
1: doesn't one but of them want to control the, the universe, and one of them wants to destroy the universe, or something like mm-hmm. that?
0: I did find it there was a lot of good storylines in there that you could use as a DM. Let's say you want to start an adventure, maybe um, in one of the planes, or maybe they have to go into one of the planes to retrieve something uh-huh. and get out. Um, I found it was pretty useful to be able to use that, maybe as a DM.
2: Yeah, uh, that, it gives you like all of the nine layers of hell mm-hmm. that's there, who rules it, it gives you different information on different types of cults for some of the, the devil lords, or the devils and some of the demon lords and how you can kind of uh, put those into your game as well with special rules for those. You think that's you could find me.
0: yourself using any of this stuff?
2: Probably, I think so. I did have an idea as I was looking through this earlier is doing like some people do evil campaigns with mm-hmm. like evil characters. Yeah. Starting people out is kind of like the low levels of one of these cults and kind mm-hmm. of going from there seeing how it progresses.
0: I saw it. I, I thought it was pretty cool when you can go in there and they, they showed the different cults you can in, you have in there with the different powers. And then being able to use that in a campaign, like I was thinking, man, I, you know, I haven't. I want to get back into DMing, mm-hmm. and I could see where I could have some characters come in there and they fight this cult, you know, uh-huh. and maybe that leads them into one of the planes or something like that. Did you find any of the the monsters uh, pretty interesting? The de- the devil ones, the devil and the, the devil demon ones. ones, just I your did section.
2: Write down a few. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about this. Yeah, later. we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. Yeah. But the Cibriax mm-hmm. is just terrifying to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Um I did enjoy the artwork on Zuckmoy mm-hmm. If I'm saying that right. Um she's kind of the the demon lord of like all of the decay and the fungus mm-hmm, and all that. Right. And she's got if I flip mm-hmm. to it here the artwork. This artwork okay. is her. Oh yeah. And oh it wow. Is, yeah, that's it is great. great. That's it great. is.
0: It is. It's the, the lord of fungus. So mm-hmm. she probably has some good cheeses perhaps. She's a fun I don't know. Yeah. So uh, with that, let's uh, check out the elves. The oh, elves. you had the elves. I had the
1: elves. But that's a big section. There's a lot of information on elves mm-hmm. from the very beginning of how elf kind came to being when mm-hmm. um, Corlan created them and got in a fight, and the the elves spawned from his, from his her blood. Yeah. Very <laughs> very cool. Mm-hmm. And um, then with the uh, confrontation with Lolf. Loth.
3: Loth. Loth. Screw Loth. Uh, so Loth, Loth trying mean Loth, to be right? Loth. Loth. Lolf. That's L O L T H. Yeah, I know. Loth. Loth.
1: Not, right. Mispronouncing things is Do you my have, thing. Okay. Yeah. Do sorry. You it looks like the wolf to me. It's included in playing D anD. D.
2: Yes. Mispronouncing everything. That's right.
1: How could we know? It's only a written thing.
0: I think Loth is her twin sister, right? I
1: didn't see that in the book. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. It's like she was a high elf. And um, decided to become a, a, um, a physical being. Well, that's how the Drow female. came about, right? Yes, yeah, they're her followers, or mm-hmm. the, the Drow. So that's and then um, while they were fighting, the Raven Queen made a mad power grab, and got banished to the Shadowfell, and um, her followers became the Shadowkai. And I think I am just going to guess this here right now. Um, I think the next adventure to come out is going to be something like Touch of the Raven Queen. The way, hmm. the way they hammer that's on the cool Raven name. Queen in this book so much—that's actually—that cool. Like, that would be really really cool. You should write a book. I should write a book, but I suspect they've already done
0: that. Mm-hmm. Probably.
1: Or they have it in the works. Especially the way they talk about it on Dragon Talk all the time. <laughs> so there's that. There's um, mm-hmm. that. So that's really cool. I love reading about the Raven Queen. She's, she's so very interesting. Um, and there's like new elf sub races that you can play. There's um, the Eladrin, the Sea Elf, and uh, the Kai. if your um, DM allows you to play with bad people.
0: The, they've all got very cool perks. Was there anything that you, maybe, is there a character, I know you play Elves right now. Yes. Do you, do you see yourself playing one of these uh, new Elves? I,
1: I don't know. I really kind of like just um, my, my Wood Elf. To tell you the truth, i hmm. straight up Wood Elf. you going
3: to stick with all the Elves right. in your next campaign?
1: Next one I'm going to be a Half Elf. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, cool, right.
0: cool. And what about the uh, next section? My next section.
1: Yes, I got halflings and gnomes as well, which I, I might have lost, but that's okay.
2: And Back to the elves. I do like that they added the eladrin. That way, you can start to do Feywild adventures. Oh I yeah, had yeah, a, yeah, A previous campaign uh, in fourth edition where we did a lot of stuff in the Feywild, so I'm kind of glad that they added. Some information on that and have the now have a as playable characters. Yeah.
0: Can you play the Shadow Kai elves? Yeah. I You can now. You can now. As okay. of
1: last week, Friday. You can now, if your DM allows it. Everything's of course up to the DM. Oh, I see. Your constitution goes up one.
0: And you have resistance to necrotic damage. Interesting. Oh, yeah,
1: that's kinda cool.
0: Whoa, as a bonus action you can magically teleport?
4: Yeah, that's Ooh, also wow. very cool. that's pretty cool. So yeah, if you, if
0: you did that cool. and maybe played a thief character, uh-huh. that that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. What would your alignment be? Just you'd have to be evil, wouldn't you? Well, I mean, they're kind of neutral, know. though, aren't they? they? Have they're have more be, neutral than yeah.
0: anything. I mean, you could be anything.
1: Well, they kind of part. in the at the end of the day, they have to be serving the Raven Queen. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. That's I a, think it would make for I a great storyline. Yeah. Cool. I also got halflings and elves, which is a little shorter. They gnomes, have right? gnomes, halflings yes. and gnomes. Yes. Sorry, um, I think it's a little sizes. They grouped them together like that.
0: Interesting. Yeah,
1: wizards. uh uh-huh. mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> But there's 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 some on them a little bit deeper, a little bit a little more flavor stuff. Life as a halfling and mm-hmm. um, what they like to do, and um, there's some cool stuff about the halfling gods and um, and their myths. There's of course lots of fun tables for creating your your, um, your halfling. There's a, a cool section in one of the um, gods about a halfling group battle tactics, which oh, okay. uh, well, when they have to to, to defend okay. their area, they've got mm-hmm. a number of a number of de- defense maneuvers that they do. They're just imagining it's really kind of cool in your mind's eye. Um, so very cool. Of course, for halflings, so they're cute, as well are gnomes, and just another more flavor and deep um, character development for gnomes. Um, Mm -hmm. their traits and stuff. There is a cool new character, um, playable character called the Deep Gnome, which I really liked. And...
0: Oh, I see that. Uh, Dark vision up to 120
1: feet. Yes, dark vision up to 120 feet. Mm -hmm. That is so cool.
0: You're just like dwarves. Oh, and you have have advantage on dexterity Mm -hmm. check for stealth.
1: Yeah, they they live in the Underdark, Mm -hmm. so they have to be able to see.
0: You know, I find that gnomes and halflings are... Underutilized. I don't see a lot of people playing those. Doug, you? Do I you have see a halfling in, in my group. Do you? Halfling bard. Okay.
2: Cool. She's um, I forgot what college she's in. Hey, this is this
0: College of Valor? So she's she's also going to College be of Valor. That's uh, that's a good. They got a great football team. Yeah. <laughs> really
1: good. Yeah. Very hard to tackle those little
0: ones. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and they're so brave.
0: It just seems like that they are underutilized. But if you look into like the halfling. And the gnomes, they really have pretty good stats, especially the uh, halfling. It's got the luck, uh-huh. got the luck, uh, luck ability in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody picks them up, and I don't know why. It's because they, they're they're short, or well, you know, I don't, or I don't it's know. It's lucky, not the is luck. it lucky. Yeah, because luck is a feat. That's right. That I found out. That's okay. right. but yeah, lucky rerolling mm-hmm. ones on the d20. That's that's a big.
1: That's deal That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I know Paul could use that. I could certainly use that. <laughs> he yes. Could definitely use wow. It. Me, I just I roll twenties a
1: lot. <laughs> yeah, he does. So.
0: So anything more? Well, the, this, that?
1: there's a, just a bunch of on on the, the gnome deities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's mainly a flavor for characters and, and deities. Okay, it's, deities. it's still very cool deities. Deities. deities, deities, whatever. Do you
0: think you find yourself playing maybe a halfling or gnome? I have
1: big plans to play halfling for our next full adventure.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. we start up first level. Start at first level. What do you think you're going to do? A halfling what? Halfling. Theme? Halfling. Halfling
1: bard. Interesting. Yeah, I have plans yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You got some poems Some poems up your sleeve um, you know? One of mm-hmm.
1: my um, Entertaining skills Is going to be dance Oh Yeah Okay yes. Wow Wow. I can because you're a good dancer in real life. I'm a super good dancer. All right. Yes. Okay. This
3: well, I've never known.
0: <laughs> well, let's moving on to the next chapter. We got dwarves and Durgar, 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 Durgar. How we screw that Dur-gar. up, Dur-gar. Rebecca? Dur-gar. What, do you, what do you got on that?
3: Well, this was cool. Um, I learned that. Um, okay, so all these guys, there's like a pantheon of dwarven mm-hmm. gods, mm-hmm. also, and the main one is Morden. More, more. Not to be confused with Morden Cayman. I've called them both Morty, but it's, yeah. Anyway. Right. Uh, so Morden supposedly um, crafted all these dwarves from iron and fire, and and this is why he's their number one main god, um, and that's also why their, their thing that they do is crafting with iron and gold and metals, mm-hmm. and they're all about perfection, and their work is beautiful, and they regard the things they make like one would regard their own children, if they love them, and that's... That's that's what they do. So apparently, uh, when after all these dwarves were carved, um, they were all kind of content to settle on the earth or in the mountains or in the hills or whatever. Except this one clan. Uh, they're all about clans. Clan mm-hmm. Dürger, um, and they got this sudden idea in their heads that there's this treasure trove underground beyond where they've all dug down and they want to keep digging until they find this treasure trove and they're obsessed with this. and They keep digging and digging and digging. I mean, it separates the men from the boys. They climb over the corpses of their brothers still digging. They're trying to find this treasure and all of a sudden they come into this cavern and there's this, like, ancient brain... It's like floating around, and there's all these mind flares. Oh yeah. Illafets, illafets, Mind flares. Mind flares. do to follow his guide. Check throat> it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it and it turns out they kind of well, at least it's thought that they uh, kind of sent the uh, the mind flares maybe kind of uh, did this psionic spell on them on the to to implant this obsession with to dig and dig and dig mm-hmm. so that they could uh, hold this clan captive. And enslaved them and uh not only enslaved them, they performed these uh scientific experiments on them, these mental experiments and all this was mm-hmm. you know, and it was just cruel. It was just awful. And these Durger just suffered for many years. Until this dude uh La 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 Duger I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Come laddie. Lattiger. He, uh, he kind of rose to the, the front of the pack. He's the strongest. He's really strong. He's really just mentally stable. And he's like, this is, sh- get my clan back to. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to get his group back to above the earth. And he had had enough. So he fought his way through, you know, some of the nine layers of, of the subterranean realm where they were. And he uh, made a deal with Asmodius. The, yeah. the what is he, the god of the ninth lairs? He's the god yes, of all is, the nine yes. hells, yeah. basically. Archdevil, yeah. And he's like, hey, man, well, this sucks. Can we, if we, you know, promise to help you with these battles, can you please just free us from these mind flayers? And so Asmodeus did. I name my next Chihuahua Asmodeus. That's such a great name. Anyway, I digress. And so <sighs> they, uh so he mm. did. And they made their way back up. And they... You know the rest of all the dwarves, uh, were just like, Hey, where have you been? You know, and how come you're not worshiping Morden? What happened to your, like, you know, your 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 churches and things? To worship Morden, and they're like, Hey, we are imprisoned by mind flayers, nobody came looking for us, no one helped us. Mm-hmm. What the hell? <laughs> we're the still
4: hell? here, guys, yeah, you can do,
3: and they're just like, Not buying it, so they hmm. just gave him shade yeah. after all this suffering they've right. been through, mm-hmm. and and Lotiger's like. Pfft, I can't see it. He but acted like just like that. He that's acted good, just like yeah. that, and so he's mm-hmm. like, "Let's go back down where we're appreciated." So he took his gray dwarves, as they're also known mm-hmm. by Dürger mm-hmm. gray dwarves, and took them back down below, and that's kind of where they they live and stuff, mm-hmm. and, and just the whole attitude, their whole attitude because of their enslavement and their psionics. Mm-hmm. That was you know, uh, formed on them and all this, all the many ways they got mind effed down there, they um, <laughs> they just became these creatures who just slave and toil, and there's no happiness, and there's no bonding, there's no good stuff. And they will occasionally mm-hmm. attack the dwarf brothers from up above, and but there's no big, huge offensives. It's just kind of little nickel and diamond here and there, because they know what the dwarves are capable mm-hmm. of. This Laudager guy came to be like, I am going to take Morden's throne. Like, this is bold. Bull- poop he didn't mm. try to find us or or anything so, so
0: that's that's his goal so what do you think about I mean so obviously you really read into this whole history I love of history. so I did love you us. like it did you what did you feel like it was well written yes thing? and yes. do you find yourself maybe you want to play a dwarf or a duergar
3: well I might I'm a little kind of married to the ranger right now but mm-hmm. yeah I have a whole new appreciation are you more duergar
0: or more dwarf
3: Durgars seem, you know, I mean I know it's just playing a role, but you gotta kinda go with who you are and Durgars are just so like void of happiness. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't wanna do well, they
0: I don't be mind being a little
3: cruel, but I don't wanna be just like existing. Well, I, I have on,
0: noticed so. that they got the traits now that you can you can play hundred and twenty feet on on Dark Vision. Uh oh yeah. You get Dur- advan- Durger, Durger, Durger yeah, yeah. Okay. and you get advantage on saving throws against illusions and against being charmed or paralyzed.
3: Uh, yes, they can be invisible. Carlin. and They can grow, right? Mm-hmm. They can grow to a little. bit. Yeah, big. they can cast yeah. 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 large
0: on themselves at yeah.
3: third level.
2: That's that's only pretty good. A So That
3: was kind of cool. But yeah, that was pretty cool. They though. don't grow to like giant size,
2: right? They just no. grow to, like no, no. human size. <laughs> <large> <laughs> so yeah, that was, I was thinking that was maybe do Durgar, I think it was of the forge. I think that's cleric or paladin. No. Oh, okay. one of the, No, it's cleric because it's a domain. So yeah, do a Durgar forge. I wouldn't yeah. want to be a Durgar Debris, because yeah.
3: apparently they don't like to drink as much as dwarves. Because oh. when they drink, they remember these awful mind-flaying years where they were tortured. And dwarves, like humans drink to forget, dwarves drink to remember, right? So these dwarves, Theodontal they drink and back. they have their happy times. And they remember things mm-hmm. that have happened in the past. They're happy and... Durrers don't really like to drink, Thanks so sad. no way. No, don't no. want to be a durr. So all right. So That's right. my beers.
0: So overall, um, good section, I think, right? I liked it. Yeah, okay. yeah it was terrific. So moving on to, <gasps> it's mine. My... Oh, wait, go ahead. Well, see, one there's one of
3: the, there's like two mm-hmm. evil deities in the pantheon, mm-hmm. but, and one of them, it just kind of made me snicker because I have 12-year-old boy humor, and it's called Deep Dura. And okay. Just, and it just kind of made me laugh because it <laughs> sounds like deep doo-doo just maybe one. Okay, move on. Okay, just remember,
0: microphone okay. over there, so you got to well, yeah, yeah. you know. Might not have heard that. Hopefully they didn't hear your poopy talk. <laughs> um, Shame. Moving on to the Gith. So I can tell you, um, really great, really great history. They really dove into it. Um, great storyline. So, uh, I mean, basically, if you want to know about the GIF, Read the book, but quick overview. There were an enslaved race from the Mind Flayers that they broke loose. These Dude, Mind Flayers mind aren't flayers. very nice. Yeah, I know they're mean people. There was an internal struggle, and the Gith split in two: the Gith Yankee and the Gith Zarai. And the Gith Yankee are more lawful, uh, lawful evil. The Gith yeah. Zari are more lawful, neutral. Um, and there's it's a like lot of United
3: States during the Civil War. The Yankees. And the well.
0: Kind of, <laughs> not really. <laughs> I didn't do actually well, totally history. not even related. <laughs> all right, but I, that's but, st- why I, but I love history. the history of the Gith. In fact, I found a li- I was more pro Gith Yankee uh, than I was Gith Zorai. Though they had a great storyline there. Um, I loved the talk about the escaping from slavery, the the breakup of of uh, the two, and they were basically led by these two leaders. Um, the Gith Yankee is led by a lich queen. Uh, nice. By the name of Vlauk- Vlaketh, and, and I'm going to go into why I was th- the bad about this whole thing. It's tied to Vlaketh, actually, to tell you the truth. But we'll go on that later. I, I really love to talk about their stronghold. Uh, the discussion about their stronghold in here and how it's on a dead god. I think you can get a lot of storylines in this. In fact, if, um, isn't it on a different plane as well? Yeah. It is That's, on the yes, mm. the plane of. Uh, Oh, Astral Plane, Yeah, I that's right, yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. It's the Astral Plane. And the way the Gith raise their children, so it's timeless in the Astral Plane. So, by the way, they lay eggs. So they take the eggs on the Prime Material Plane, they hash, they grow up, they get trained, and then only the best survive, and then they have to kill a Mind flyer, and then they go mm-hmm. back to yeah.
1: That's reasonable.
0: To country. is sure. that reasonable? Yeah. Yeah. But Do what I really love hatched. is the fact there's an opportunity for players to, like, create a story and for a DM to like, hey, I'm going to have you guys retrieve something from the stronghold. And so they got to go to this district. And by the way, on the, you'll have to read about this. It's pretty fascinating. But one of the areas uh, and the Githy Yankee homeland is this this district of all the discarded people. Because the the Yankee go and they raid. They grab discarded prisoners land. and they go, I have no no use of you. And they just put you in this alive. district. alive. They're still alive. Just- Discarded. They're discarded. Mm-hmm. And they and so that's you can start an adventure there. I know maybe. some people
4: who
1: belong
0: there. <laughs> uh oh. All right. So I had a, it was really interesting. Gisarai, I thought these citadels are very amazing. These citadels is just kind of teleport to different areas okay. to and that's how they launch their attacks. So if you see one of these things like uh oh stuff's going down. Yeah. Another way to for a DM to go start a storyline is to have one of these things show well, up and then yeah. maybe why is it there? How do we get rid of it? Maybe we can help them. I don't know. Um, I see a I love, bow. yes, there's flying boats. The relationship between the Yankee and the Red Dragons I think is rather oh, fascinating. So they've got Super Dragon weird. Riders as well? They do have Dragon Riders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what is really cool is the fact that you can play a Gith. Yeah. So you can play a Yankee. It uh, gives you a plus one in intelligence. Um, all Giths get plus one intelligence, and Gith Yankee you get plus two in uh, um, strength. Yes, Rebecca.
3: I have a silly question because I yes. don't know things. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never heard of Gith before. Is this a new? It's a new race? race. It's a new race. It, yeah, it's it not.
0: It's divided
2: edition. to two sub-races, though. It's not like a new race created. Yeah, there was Gith in previous editions,
0: but right. as a new full playable race. Mm-hmm. Ah. The uh, ah. Gith Yankee and Gith Zari originally appeared and. Fiend and Folio, 1981. I remember that book. I still have it. (laughs) That's how old I am. Um, So, uh, Gisari, you can play that as a playable character. Uh, Of course, plus one in intelligence and plus two in wisdom. Uh, And also, both characters, you have some powers in psionics. So, I think you both can cast Mage Hand. One can do Misty Step. Uh, So, it's pretty amazing. And I really Mm -hmm. like the fact that if you are a DM, you can go in here and there's tables for, for in here where you can run into a Gith Yankee raiding party or a Gith Zarai party. Also there's a organization I called that the for dwarves too. Oh yeah, for how, each of them they're pretty good. Yeah. Out. And there's an organization called the Shah Sal Ku. I probably got the pronunciation wrong. But I they're, they're, they're exactly Underground right. I bet that's right. They're yeah, an the Underground Well it's always right if I'm the DM. An underground oh. or, oh. organization that wants to bring these two sub races together which would be probably dangerous for the prime material plan if they were to get together. But the bad, I'll tell you what I I didn't like about this, and it's very minor because I thought it was great writing and great art and very useful stuff if you're both a DM and a player, is this. Where is Vlacketh? Where is her stats? Nowhere in this is the stats. In fact... I like the fact and we we'll, we'll go we'll talk about when we talk about monsters but there's certain main characters that they didn't have in here and I understand there are some cases and we had this discussion uh, Doug and I about mm-hmm. well they're not going to run into well we'll go Asmodeus they're not going to run into Asmodeus but I think it's cool to have the stats there I mean Vlakath Vlakith I think is a potential where you can run into maybe a lich and maybe beater or not but I don't know just nice to have the stats in there it's it's always They've had in the very beginning, and I think it does help the storyline if you're a DM to have these stats or at least have a picture. Um, no art on Blacketh or Asmodeus. I'm not really seeing much on, on, the, on the gith. Asmodeus is in here.
1: There's, there's not really much drawing of the gith either. Or
0: well, where, where's Asmodeus? It's not. Well, the stats are not in there for Asmodeus or, or a picture of it. Am I
2: thinking of someone else?
0: So we'll go. Let's go straight in the monsters. What did you guys think about the monsters?
2: Um,
0: oh. Right after the bath, I, I'm glad that they added some new uh, gith creatures that I would love to face in battle. And the one I would not want to face because I'd be very frightened of. There's actually two: Demigorgon and Orcus has always been uh, one that are very. Yeah, uh, you, you always hear about them in D and D, and you can you, th- you can put them in your your campaigns, but you don't want to face them because they'll just crush you.
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: Orcus? Like the Orcus. whales swimming around Puget Sound? No. no. No? No. no. Not. no. Okay.
1: No, absolutely.
0: <laughs> so what do you guys think about the monsters and, and anything I maybe really, Toma Posey
1: didn't like? I really feel I have a connection to the Deathlock. Currently I'm rolling rolling a, a warlock. Okay. And um, when they don't serve their master enough, after they die they become a Deathlock and oh. they serve their master for eternity oh. as an evil being, which is really cool I'm really hoping mm-hmm. my character dies in the campaign. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, Upari Feathermoon can become a Deathlock. That would be really cool. and They're really cool looking. So you, you hear that, ass. Steve
0: Maronic, our DM? Uh, turn him into a Deathlock. Yes.
1: <laughs> That's my pick. All right.
3: I, I just went on visuals because I didn't have much of a chance oh, to read it. Oh, you're getting duggies. But oh, I did. No, I had it before. I oh no, that's fine. Yeah. No, like tab, well, we can all agree. We can all we can all agree looks on this disgusting. one. Disgusting. Yeah, yes, It is. looks the most disgusting. disgusting. Looking thing next to that corpse collector so thing, the, whatever the, the c- cadaver cybri-x, computer, yep. yeah. Cybrix Cybricks.
0: Yes, that's Ooh. on page, page
3: one thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. 137 it's just pose. as ugly as ugly can be. Mouths and pus and bile. <laughs> and bile <laughs> Gross. It's just oozing, and I wish there was a soundtrack when you open the book to each creature. <laughs> and you can hear like the sounds that would be awesome, or maybe
0: a smell. So I kind turn of just because it's smell. so
3: disgusting. Mm-hmm. Just that's all I have to base on that. I don't want to meet that one. However, mm-hmm. the corpse flower. I really like plants, and mm-hmm. I'm into gardening. And so yes, I would like to fight this one because or it's maybe a raise flower. it,
0: mm-hmm. put it in a pot, or maybe grow have it. One. Throw it some, some corpses from yeah.
3: time to time. I would, yeah, yeah. I Good idea. That. It's you know. It's okay. Flower. Maybe A we can do that. Sculpt nasty ass flower. There's it's right that. up my
2: alley. All, All right. right. That's what I got. Doug, got guys. I picked out the clockworks. I really like them. They're that they have cool. these.
0: Um, now those are gnome construct. Well, anyone, constr- construct
4: yeah, anyone them. can construct. anyone so can construct they're made things. Is that yeah. okay?
2: Yeah, pretty much. They're kind of small yeah. constructs that people mm-hmm. can make, and I think adding them. If you kind of like homebrew, like an engineer or something kind of like that class as a gnome, mm-hmm. those could be useful. I really like those. I did like, I wrote it down here, um, the GIF, mm-hmm. the hippo folk. Oh, yeah. Um, if oh, I yeah. can find it here somewhere. Yeah, they're into gunpowder, actually. Yeah, exactly. Flying, flying that,
0: ships.
2: Was, yeah. that was, yeah. Oh, yeah, right here. Yeah. With the, with the GIF. Wow.
0: What page,
1: yeah. Yeah. What page is that? Uh,
2: 204
0: The oh, hippo people, space hippos.
2: Yes. Not so much. But they're in, I'm, I'm like listening to, a,
1: to one of the um, podcasts of foes right now, <laughs> yes. and they're featured in that. It's yes, like a, Drain Drain Talk that's like
2: a it. Disney
3: mm-hmm. character. That's so <laughs> Almost cute. Almost like, oh yeah. Oh my god. Exactly,
2: yeah. I did oh. like that they included With its mm-hmm. um, the Elder Elementals, so mm-hmm. like Leviathan and Phoenix. Cool. And all of those. Uh, but yeah, just okay. to kind of throw some larger things in there that you might encounter somehow. I mean, overall, yeah. I
0: really like yeah. this book. It was it was worth the money. Oh, and yeah. It was just... It's fun. The only downside was that certain characters were not in here that are prominent in D&D, like Asmodeus. Um, Val. Glaza, Val. I think that's her name, which is the daughter of Asmodeus, who rules the first plane well, Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, or not the first, I think the fourth. And not having Vlaketh, I think, would have been... I, I don't know. I wish they would have added, or at a minimum, have the art in there yeah. of these kind of iconic D&D um, characters or monsters. There may be
1: yeah. more books coming. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Maybe it's in a... Yeah, you're right. Maybe it's in a different... I do you like uh, the had Moloch in there.
1: Oh, yeah. That's
2: right. Uh, the mm-hmm. original artwork, yes.
1: Original. That's cool.
0: And he's been displaced. Right? I think he's been displaced. He's no longer the... Um, Head of a one of the planes, which I also is this, a, this is of the, a positive. Is right yeah, he, he, he got exiled. Fired. Yeah. He was fired he was first.
2: Fired. First line, uh, exiled from
0: the nine. Yeah. That, that Which I do like about this Good is that D and D has progressed, and that there's continuity in here. So it's kind of neat, neat yeah. to read the storyline on this. Yeah.
1: And if I had to choose books, like if okay. I was comparing this to um, Xanathar's Guide, mm-hmm. I get this one. Really, I like this one better. Really, yeah. Even yeah. though Xanathar's Guide has more. Um, stuff you can do with your player like traits mm-hmm. and um, cute, little comments. cute little comments and stuff yeah. it's, it's a lot of tables I don't DM a lot of tables I'm not going to use yeah
3: remember that the names <laughs> mm-hmm. the names the, the, the name tables.
1: Pages and pages of- I'm going to yeah. roll I'm going to name my character Walter because I rolled a three <laughs> <laughs> that's sure. there's less table. there's yeah. less tables on this, this is, I think this yeah, is a better is. value
3: right it's softer
1: that. yes
3: Morty.
1: I like them both. I like mm-hmm. this one better. If, this I, if I'm choosing. Oh, yeah. this one well, That's a great cover too. You know. oh, both yeah. great covers. The, the, mm-hmm. the regular cover. Now I have to get two Vans. So <laughs> Doug, do
0: you see yourself using some of these? Good. Maybe using some of these characters overall, a good
2: buy? Uh, Probably, yeah. If I start a, a new campaign after this one, if people want to do new characters, I oh. can give
0: them recommendations from this. All right. Well, cool. I think we all give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up. All right, so go ahead and buy it at your game store, and then of course on the twenty sixth is available on Amazon. But of course, you gotta support your yeah, game store, right? Game store, come on, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So with that, I think we should end this review, and thank you all so much for doing it. Till next time, catch you later. <laughs> and we're
2: back from this review of, of Yay, Morty and Thomas Foes. Morty. Yeah, Morty, as some Marty. people call him. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed familiar. it. I liked the book. We kind of went in depth on some some stuff. We did. About about I
3: learned thirty one. minutes in depth. I learned yeah. some sh- stuff. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, I there's, a, there's a
1: ton in there we didn't even get close to talking about. Too. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. So, yeah.
0: That's why we had to break it down in sections. I never even heard of Gith before this book. Of course, nobody can hear you
1: on the video. That's you right. Say that. Okay. That's okay. It'll okay. right. be our it's secret. Right. There you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now you have to listen to both. But
1: uh, um, <clears throat> what did Rebecca? Say? What, what did I re- she saying? Again, I really
0: like the fact that it's both DM and player friendly. So yeah. both yes. DM, not too, too heavy player. on one or the other. You're right? But there was really so much it. DM stuff you, that I flipped thirty pages. You can use it right away. Yeah. And not a lot of tables. Like Xenothar had. Yeah. I thought way too many tables. Lots of tables. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Great. Okay. It's cool.
0: All right. I yeah. guess we called a show. We're good. Have we're, a yeah. Closing
3: song or something? Uh,
0: that comes at the end. But with that, I think we're going to sign off. So embrace the nerd, and I hope you make that saving throw. Oh. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon.
3: He uh he kind of rose to the the front of the pack. He's the strongest. He's really strong. He's really just mentally stable and he's like this is sh- shitty. Let's get my clan back to mm-hmm. like can I say that? Skip, you know. We'll the, believe
2: he, it. I'll yeah. We're yeah.
3: He want I can't
4: say shitty.
1: No. No. Yes. Another
2: time you're just gone.
3: All right.